Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. Uh, This is Gemma, and I'm so happy to be with you today. This is amazing. We are tackling the idea of pain as body's messaging. Today is day four on this. Yep, day four. I was thinking it wasn't, but it is. Day four. We've done pain as seed. We've done paid as rooting and pain as growth. And today, what I would like to... So we have... Um, I, I was thinking it might be about the visibility of pain as a plant in our lives, but that's not it. What, what we want to do is we want to just come back to the center here, which is recognizing that if we don't judge pain and we can recognize that pain is the body's way of communicating, and it's not pain that's the body's way, it's that sore ankle, it's the uncomfortable you know, muscles, it's the stomach cramping, it's these things. And they started much more minor at one time, but then we grew them, you know, by ignoring, ignoring, ignoring the body's efforts. And the the messaging became more and more intense over time. So if you can come back to a point where you choose to lovingly listen, you're going to find the pain subsides. Now, it's funny because we want to think, well, no, the more I pay attention to it, the more intense it is or the more overwhelming it is, or I can't, I don't have time, I can't deal with this. But that's what makes it bigger. And that's the subterfuge that keeps it in play. So if instead of judging it, we start to recognize that it's the body wanting to communicate with us. And if you go to yesterday's episode and you look at the cover picture on the episode, you'll see that image I was telling you about from the Energy Psychology, Energy Medicine book. by Art Martin. He put together this phenomenal program for releasing programs, the old programs that we're running on. Well, the body's trying to tell you now that these old programs are no longer serving you. You have to upgrade. You can't use a 1990 program on a 20, um, a nine, you know, like a 2020 uh, Macintosh computer or a Microsoft computer. You cannot use programs from Hardly even five years ago, they won't let you. They just will not support the current programs today. They're just not, they're not made for it. So our programs that we took on and wrote and hooked up into our systems, our body systems, when we were six years old, absolutely are no longer serving us. Absolutely 100%. Uh, They have to be upgraded. So when we have um, programs that are serving the highest good of all, these programs are based on unconditional love. They do not dip into uh, low frequency energies. They do not involve anger. They do not involve resentment or jealousy or unworthiness or disrespect. None of that. They do not lie to us and tell us stories that God does not himself believe about us. So that's important to know. If it is not in alignment with the truth that God believes about you, what that was releasing, then they have to be upgraded. That's all there is to it. 
So you can upgrade your programs by looking at the ones in play and being really honest with yourself. If you're ready to do this work, you can do it on your own. It does help to find good support. It does make it a little easier. But I got to tell you, if you really want this, you can do it. Get out a journal and start to write down the things that the thoughts running through your head, the judgments you have, and start to rewrite them. Let them go and write down the new thoughts. The new thoughts are typically a 180 degree turn. I don't know if that's a proper turn. I think it is. They're 100 degrees the other direction. 180 degrees, I meant. The other direction. It's a a total about face. So if you're looking at one that says, I'm unworthy, the corresponding one that you want to adopt is, I am worthy. I'm not lovable. I am lovable. I don't deserve. I do deserve. So you're just going to just really just put these in reverse and own them. When I uh, owned my new belief about relationships, my old one was, I believe relationships are about teaching. That was a lot of giving on my part. That was a lot of me giving and me not receiving. So I had to change it because I was exhausted. And I, none, none of my friends and family appreciated it. And it was not equivalent to a... It, there was no uh, collaborative, collaborative action in that. There was no give and take. So I changed it. And I included a whole bunch more in my definition. So I threw out the old definition. I said, no more. I'm throwing that away. And I just rewrote it. I didn't, I didn't like revamp it. I just rewrote it. I threw out the old one and I made a whole new one. And my new one was, I believe relationships are about fun and playing and learning and teaching and listening. So I wanted a lot more fun in my relationships. And now today I have that. I laugh all the time in my relationships. And when I'm not laughing in a relationship, I know to take a step back. Because I have a program that tells me, this is not good for you. Take a step back. Because this is not in alignment with what we believe about relationships. If you believe relationships are about fighting and trauma, then in every relationship, you'll either find it or create it. So... You've got to check out what are the thoughts and beliefs that are running the programs in your body and are they in alignment with God's source energy or is your body trying to let you know? Like if you're always fighting with someone, you have a headache, you can say, oh, I have a headache because I'm always fighting with these people or these people give me a headache. No, they aren't giving you the headache. What's giving you the headache is the belief that you deserve to be in relationships where fighting is the norm. All right, so you have to go to the core belief. Don't blame the outside substance, the outside causal. Go back to the original seed. That's why we had program number one on seeding. What is the seeded thoughts and traumas and beliefs? What are they? Go back to that and find your thing. And you know, if if you're experiencing something, like say your car's always breaking down, maybe that has to do with deserving to have you know, functioning transportation, functioning movement. You deserve to move forward in the world. You deserve to um, expand. You deserve to have abundance. It's something in there, right? And you, it's up to you to figure it out. Your car breaking down might be a different message than someone else's car breaking down. Someone else's car breaking down all the time might be that um, they deserve to uh, be in their power and not have to go wherever someone else tells them to go. 
<laughs> it might be something like that. How funny is that? So it's up to you to figure it out. So you, you're going to want to start a journal and today's a great day to do it and just start to go deep. And anytime you have five, 10 minutes, sit down and figure out what in your life is giving you difficulty. Where do you feel heaviness and resistance in your body? And what is the story about that? You know, I don't deserve to have peace at home. Well, yes, you do deserve to have peace at home. If you believe you don't, then write that down. That's one you're going to want to throw away. Look around you. What is going on great with your job? What isn't going on great with your job? And where is the belief in there? Where's the thought in there? You know, where's the, oh, this always happens or... You know, I always, this always happens in my life. I'm always trying to do this and it never works. Find those glitchy places in your experience and find the belief behind it. And if you're having trouble, find someone to help you figure it out. I'm always available for that. So let's see. Wow. Okay. Now, um, I'd like to share a little bit more about energy psychology, energy medicine. How awesome is this? So let's do one of these together. Now, I love this book and I've done workshops with these books. And the way I do the workshops is that you test for what you need. And if you need one of the things, you muscle test for it. If you need one of them, then you read it word for word. And there's someone who watches you read it word for word. And if you miss a word, they correct you. If you miss a word, you go back and start that paragraph over or the page because... You're built in with a saboteur, a saboteur, and that saboteur wants you to get it wrong so that you don't rewrite those programs and you don't throw away the old programs. So let me just see. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to feel the book. I'm going to find what page are we going to go to? I'm looking at 58. So let's find what 58 is and see if this is going to serve the greater good here, 58. Oh, check for polarity balance. Okay, so, dun, 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 neuropsychology, okay, so this is neurokinesiology and psychoneuroimmunology in exploring the mind-body connection. How cool is that? Okay, so maybe I got the message wrong is 85 let's go there so remove medical model and skeptic and doubter personalities wow so interesting now you when you do this kind of work it really helps to come from a place of unconditional love you cannot be hating yourself and doing this work it won't work it won't stick you have to come from love imagine the body is a child and the pain is its little tug on on your skirt or your pants or your shirt. It's tugging at you saying, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. That's what's going on. That's what your pain is. It's a little nudge. Pay attention to me. So there is so much in here. Let me find something fun. Take control of the conscious controlling mind. Let's do that one. Uh, let's see. It has an explanation. The special relationships with self, the written 21 day affirmation. Ooh, we, I might have to include this. Um, so if we have conflicts with beliefs, attitudes, habits, or programs that 
seem to continue block your ability to take control, let go of a subpersonality program that causes conflicts, this affirmation will drive the concept in and release them. This is the ultimate take responsibility affirmation. Quite often, to convince ourselves and to get our mind to cooperate, we must take control and lock this in. If we have any challenges that are resistant and keeping keep reoccurring and reacting on us, we can use this affirmation to take in taking control and responsibility over any aspect or situation in our life. We must write the 21-day affirmation to reclaim personal power and take responsibility. This affirmation for the 21-day program must be handwritten 21 times a day for 21 days. Holy mackerel. I think that might be wrong, but I, I don't know. In this manner, we are sending the information to our mind kinesthetically by writing, visually by reading as we write, and verbally by repeating it ourselves as we write too. This drives it in and eventually rewrites the program. I have seen major changes if it is done in the proper manner with commitment and discipline. It must be written 21 times each day. If you miss the full 21 times between the time you wake up and go to sleep, start over from day one again until you succeed in finishing the 21 days. Wow. Instructions for use of the 21-day affirmation. All right. So it's not that long. Actually, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, The written 21-day affirmation. I am 100% committed to taking responsibility for my life now. I recognize that I gave my power away to these negative beliefs. Now you write those beliefs in. I am loving myself and forgiving myself for giving my power away. I know I can take my power back now. I release I release myself from, duh, 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 insert situation to affirm, and I had procrastination. I am reclaiming my personal power, and I'm, now, and I'm doing that now. I am doing that now, and I'm reclaiming it now. I am doing that now. I am 100% committed to following through with this program now. That's it. That's the affirmation, and you write it 21 times a day. So how I would do that is I'd probably break it up and write seven times in the morning, seven times in the afternoon, and seven times at night before bed and get my 21 days, twenty-one times in. The written 21-day affirmation allows inner conscious mind to operate in concert with the two other operating systems in the conscious mind. We are integrating all three levels of conscious mind, so eventually they join up and work as one as they were intended to. At birth, they are all one operating system, but they get splintered and separated into three operating systems as a survival program. This becomes the personality selves operating the mind. Many therapists feel they must do what they call soul recovery and or call back the spirit to rebuild the splintered, separated selves. It is the conscious mind that was split and separated. The soul and spirit are intact with no loss of ability. They are watching us, wondering why we are going to take our power back and learn how to ask them and listen to them. We must reclaim our power and eliminate personality selves. Wow. So it's interesting because when I did the Enneagram work, and Enneagram is about the personalities, it is ultimately a recognition that the personality is not who you are. It is an aspect of self that helps us to navigate this reality. So the following affirmation is set up to remove all the operating systems and programs that are malfunctioning and install a clear new system that will work with us. It will break down the resistance so you can take control and become self-validating, placing value on yourself. Holy moly. And see, everywhere in this book that's in bold black is to be read out loud 
and um, intentionally and correctly. And this one is four and a half pages. One, two, yeah, four and a half pages. Holy moly. So I think it's important once you start to take control, and control's not, once you start to step in your power, because taking control is a very 3D kind of mindset, but we want to step into our power and reclaim our power. And once we start doing that, we start to use the tools appropriately. And the tool of the body speaking through us through pain and discomfort is a powerful tool. And once we start listening to our bodies, we don't have to go to full-blown pain. We can be listening even sooner. We will notice that, well, I just did a workout. Let me go drink some water. I don't wait till I'm dehydrated. That's just silly. I don't wait until I need the vitamin. I sense that it's time to take the vitamin, right? It's time to take the supplement. It's time to eat the good food. It's time to make the wonderful vegetable drink, which I think is what I'm going to do next. So anyway, this is great. And I think it's phenomenal that we're having all these sessions about pain. So anyway, it is time to engage tools and you have quite a few tools. And if you want more or you need support, you're always welcome to call me or call someone else who you know has the ability and um, the willingness to do it for you. So all great stuff. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye again. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. You are so loved. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fawcett, host of That Happiness Show.